just to give you an idea of a couple of the songs we're going to be doing today. If you didn't see the posts earlier, uh, you can pull these up on a different device in your home because, come on, I know there's multiple devices in most of your houses. Uh, so the first one is going to be Glorious Day, uh, and it's by Passion, and then Waymaker uh, by Bethel, and then Forever by Carrie Job, and then Living Hope by Bethel. Uh, so these will be the songs that we're going to be doing this morning. Uh, the first three are going to be part of the morning worship set. Then after the first two songs, we're going to move into communion. So I just encourage you to just gather your communion elements now. Uh, get those ready to go. Uh, and just uh, whatever it is, if you have you know, some crackers, some juice, just get those ready to go. We'll do communion after, uh, after the second song. And uh, I think that's it. Also, because we're taking a little extra time, if you want to share... Uh, the live stream. You can do that now. I'm sure there's a way. I'm sure you guys know how to do that better than I can, but there's a button you can click on and just share that with your friends. Share it on your stream, uh, on your post or on your or whatever it's yeah. called, uh, on your feed. So people will be able to just join in with us yeah. uh, either now or even later, yeah. even later. So, yeah. And just so you guys know, we do this little chatty thing to start, just start out because we're, we're just letting people join. We're, yeah. we're waiting for people to, to join in. Um, I can sit here and if I turn this way, I can see that Jane Carter is with us. Hi, Jane. Good morning. Hi, Bendig family. Hi, Suttons. Hi, Lakovics. So we just kind of, um, Rodney's are with us. Um, Hornemans, hey Hornemans. Um, we just kind of sit and we like to just do some, have some time where we're waiting for, for y'all to join here. in. Hello. Hi Chris, Chris, you're <clears throat> always with us. Always feel your prayers. Amen. Wonderful. Um, I have a couple testimonies I can share. We asked for testimonies and um, we got we we got some. I'm just gonna I just picked one or two to share um, this morning. Um, one came in and you know there's there's themes in all of these testimonies. Um, one came in and just said, my family got to have more dinner nights and play more board games together. Um, we used to never have times together, and now we have a lot more time. So that's just a praise report from a blessing. You know, we encourage you guys to look for the blessings um, that the Lord is pouring out. And, you know, I saw... Fred Rogers would say, look for the helpers. Uh, you know, I say, look for the helper. Mm. <laughs> look for the Holy Spirit. Um, where is he leading? What is he, what is he showing? And, and where are the blessings? Because yeah. they're everywhere. Right. When you have eyes to see them, you can see them absolutely everywhere. Mm. Um, so that's exciting. He, this, this testimony is really awesome. Um, this comes from a single parent. She's got two young children, one of which um, has um, autism currently. Um, and they're both home, so they're not able to um, to go to school. Um, they're not able to get the support and the services that they normally get. She is currently unemployed, um, and so I love this. It says, naturally speaking, I should be in a state of panic <laughs> and possibly depressed and, <clears throat> and overwhelmed. Mm. And yet, I am surrounded in the almost unfair state of peace. Mm. I love that. Unfair An state. unfair state of peace. I have no need that the Lord has not met. And she goes on to say that even the particulars, even those particulars that are specific to her son and, and his specific needs have been met in Jesus' name. Mm. I mean, that's exciting. That's exciting and it's true. These, yeah. things, these, these things aren't debatable. You know, people like to debate the resurrection. Mm. I encourage you guys to watch the, um, the Case for Christ. Yeah. It's the story of Lee Strobel, and um, it's a well-done movie. It's just a really excellent movie, and it's based on a true story. So um, it's such a good movie, but it's all about his 
his path, he was trying to disprove Christianity by disproving the resurrection of Christ. Mm. That was his goal. He was an investigative reporter, so he was good at investigating. Yeah, details and facts. Um, yeah, and digging out the truth. So he started out as a total skeptic, resistant, and he tried to disprove Christianity by disproving the resurrection, and he wasn't able to do it. Mm. Um, so um, a lot of times people like to debate these things and try to negate these things, mm. um, but when you experience the supernatural peace and the mm. supernatural provision of Jesus, mm. you it's, it's, it's not debatable. And then if you're joining us and you don't know that peace today, if you're looking around going, it's Easter, so we're going to participate in church, um, you know, we've all been there. We've mm. all been lost. We've all been on the outside looking in at some point. Mm. Every single person has that decision to make of coming to Christ, of believing in the work of the cross, believing mm. that he came, he died, and he rose again. Mm. All of us have been at that place. Um, and have, to be honest, I'll just be honest because you know I always am. Um, I, as a Christian, I've looked around at other people's peace and been mm. like, I felt like I wasn't able to have the, the amount of peace or the amount of joy that other believers were walking in. Mm. And so, I mean, I had to go before the Lord and have that conversation over and over again mm. and allow him to do some investigating and lead me into my own, into my own walk. Um, so I just encourage you today, when we read testimonies like this, these aren't up for debate. These aren't That's debatable. Right. This is, I mean, an unfair state of peace. I have no need that the Lord has not met. Mm. Um, all of the things we need we have. So the only overwhelming feeling I'm left with is of the love of my father. Amen. The only thing that he cannot do Amen. is fail. Amen. Love that testimony. I think good. that's amazing. That's good. Well, we're going to get started with worship here. <clears throat> uh, I want to do a quick call, call to worship. I'm going to read a little bit more than I normally do out of Psalm 118. Uh, just so you guys can follow along with me, those who are at home. Uh, 118, I'm going to read verse 19 through 24. Uh, because we're not doing the repeat after me during a Sunday service or follow with me, I'm just going to read this. I think it's good for us just to hear this because I'm ready to worship the risen yeah. King. I'm ready to worship the Lord. In Psalm 118, it says this, Open to me the gates of righteousness, and I will go through them, and I will praise the Lord. This is the gate of the Lord, through which the righteous shall enter. I will praise you, for you have answered me and have become my salvation. The stone which the builders rejected has become the chief corner stone. It is marvelous in our eyes. This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, we just thank you, Lord. We thank you, Father, for how good you are. We thank you, Lord, that we are going to just enter into worship you, worshiping you, the risen King. Father, we thank you for all that you're doing in our lives. We worship you and praise you. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Let us worship.
chains break at the weight of your glory. I needed shelter, I was an orphan. Now you've called me a citizen of heaven. When I was broken, you were my healing. Now your love is
you are unchangeable, that you are unchangeable. Father, and I thank you this morning you showed me, this morning you showed me your joy, your joy at being reunited with your one and only son. Father, that that, that celebration, that celebration, all of heaven rejoiced at his homecoming when he came and he sat at the right hand Father, that reunion with your son. But Father, you showed me that more than that, we came with him. Father, that there was a there was a there was a, a reuniting. He made the way that not only were you joined with your son, but you were joined with your sons and your daughters. Father, that we are reunited with you. We are united with you that Jesus made the way. Father, we are yours. We are yours for eternity. And we hold fast to you, the unchangeable one, the unshakable one. And when everything around us is moving and changing, when everything around us is shaking, God, you remain. You remain unmoved. You remain unmoved. And we worship you. We set our eyes on you, God of heaven, King of glory. We set our eyes upon you this morning, and we rejoice before you, in you, with you. We rejoice. We rejoice in your plan for redemption. We rejoice in your plan for the ages. And we stand before you in the name of Jesus, the risen one, the name of Jesus, the exalted one, the name of Jesus, the king above all kings, the power above all powers, that all principalities, all powers, all people shall bend their knee to King Jesus our King. And it is in His name that we stand before you, Father. It is in His name that we pray all things and we receive all things. It is in the mighty name of Jesus that we pray. Amen. 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 If you have your communion elements, I just encourage you to grab those now. Thank you, Jesus. 
Where the Bible says in Isaiah 53, says, Surely he has borne our griefs, carried our sorrows. Yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon him. And by his stripes we are healed. By his stripes we are healed. So Father, we come to you thanking you for sending your son, Jesus. And as we take these communion elements, we just take a moment to reflect on what you've done. To repent for each and every one of our sins. And then to rejoice with joy, with thanksgiving, with peace, with hope because of what you've done for us on that cross. We thank you for it. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians, it says that, For I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you. The Lord Jesus, on the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. We had given thanks, he broke it, and he said, Take, eat. This is my body which was broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Let us partake. same manner he also took the cup after supper saying this cup is the new covenant in my blood this do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me for as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes let us partake father we thank you for all that you're doing in our lives And even in this world, Lord. And Father, we glorify you, the risen King. We thank you for Jesus. We worship you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, you, Lord. As we go into this next song of worship, we're going to go back into worship. And, I mean, we're just going to walk through, we're going to walk through the entire plan. Mm. You know, we're going to walk through in this song. I love this song. Because it just walks us through um, the death and the resurrection of Jesus. And um, in Matthew chapter 9, verse 12, Jesus is sitting down and he's having a meal. And he's having a meal with people who are seen as unfit and unworthy by um, the Pharisees, which are the religious, the religious ones of the day. And the Pharisees, they come in and they saw it and they said, why does your teacher eat with tax collectors and sinners? And you can hear the judgment, right, in their voice. Um, And Jesus heard that and he said to them, this is what he said, those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick. But go and learn what this means. I desire mercy and not sacrifice. For I did not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. Mm. Jesus came 
for the lost. He came for sinners. He came for those who were without peace. He came for those who were without righteousness, who were without hope, who were without joy. So as we sit this morning and we reflect on the journey of Jesus, we'll end in rejoicing. We'll end in the rejoicing because we walk in those things now. But if you're with us and and you're looking for peace and you're looking for joy, it is only in Jesus that it is found. And it is only through the journey of the cross and the power of the resurrection. It's unbelievable. It is unbelievable, but it, the, the power of it and the, the glory of it and, and the, the, the amazing benefits poured out from the throne of God are for those who dare to believe it, That's right. for those who dare to believe. So join us as we sing. And if you don't have the lyrics in front of you, I encourage you, if you don't know it, get the lyrics in front of you. And if you know it, just um, participate participate in your heart and walking through the journey of Christ mm. as we sing this song. The song's called Forever. Forever. Oh, 
Thank you, Lord. Father, we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for what you're doing. We thank you for all that you are doing, Lord. We worship you, Lord. We worship you, Lord. We worship you, Lord. Father, you are so good. You are so good. Father, we thank you, Lord, that you defeated death, Lord. <laughs> that you defeated death. That on that third day, that on this beautiful Easter Sunday, 
You defeated death for each and every one of us. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We worship you, Lord. We worship you, Lord. We worship you, Lord. We worship you, Lord. Thank you, Father. We sing hallelujah. We sing hallelujah. We sing hallelujah. Praise you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise you. And Father, as we close out this time of worship, Lord, I thank you, Lord, for what you've done. I thank you that you are a good, good Father, that you love us so much that you sent your Son. And we thank you, Lord. And we praise you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen, 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 amen. All right, guys, you all still hanging with us? Yes, everyone's good. Hopefully you enjoyed that time of worship. I mean, I've just been, I've been dancing all morning. I've been dancing, dancing, dancing all morning. Uh, glorious Last day. Night Last started. night we started dancing. We started early. We started early. Actually, we stopped the car and started dancing in the driveway. Uh, with our entire family. With our entire family. As you know, loud as we could get it. There's not a lot of people out there, you know, driving around so that nobody really saw it. We were hoping. Uh, okay, so that's like, another, right? The difference is right. some of us were hoping people would drive by and others of us were like, oh my gosh, I hope people don't drive by. Right. But, oh my, we had so much. What song were we dancing to? Uh, uh, Rend Collective, yeah. I Will Be Undignified. Yeah, I Will Be Get Undignified. Get a little undignified for Jesus. <laughs> Tell you what, your joy will go through the roof. Amen. It was phenomenal. Amen, amen, amen. Well, uh, we just have a couple announcements for you. Uh, nothing big right now going on. Other than, you know, as things change, I know the stay-at-home order right now in Pennsylvania is through the end of the month. So we'll just see what happens there. We'll keep everybody communicated through Instagram, Facebook. Uh, email you if we have your email address to the to the different teams. Uh, if you do have a prayer request, we just ask that you send it in. Uh, we've got prayer teams still praying. Uh, they're praying, they're praying, they're praying, they're praying. And if you have one, just send one in at prayer at ecfchurch.org. Uh, so go ahead and send that prayer request in. Or if you have a testimony, I know we read some today. Uh, if you've got a testimony, also send it there. Uh, we'd be just happy to read them and just they encourage us as we hear them uh, and we want to share a few of the them Lord. and they give glory to the Lord for sure glory to the Lord yeah. uh, so we're excited about that uh, and then the only other thing maybe is you know we wanted to at least uh, prepare you for uh, we sent it out in an email to a few people that the Lord just put on our heart uh, you've got this new format this new thing that we're able to communicate it's not new it's newer to us as far as sitting in front of it uh, communicating. Uh, we're looking to put together like a parenting uh, and a marriage, maybe Q&A, just a session where we're just answering questions. Uh, I don't know if we'll answer questions as they come in or we'll collect them earlier, uh, how we're going to go do that. But the Lord has just shared, puts on our hearts some things uh, about sharing with you guys about parenting and about marriage in general. Mm -hmm. So uh, look forward to that. You know, just keep checking back. We'll let you guys know when we schedule that. We'll give some advance notice sure. uh, um, when that comes. So yeah. anything else? Um, no, I just, I've, this has been one of the most precious, wonderful, um, Easter seasons of my life. Hmm. Um, and I pray that it's been the same for you. I don't, I was so, I was so emotional. Hmm. I was so just broken down when we, when that order came and when we 
um, really the Lord led us, we must comply, you know, with what is happening. We have to participate in the community and, and what is happening. And it just was so very difficult. And I had a really hard time with it personally. And I had to get alone. Um, I had to get alone with the Lord and really, he had to walk me through it and, and through the emotion of it for me. Some of us, some of us feel deeply, you know, these things and that's okay. We were created that way. Mm. And um, I really had to walk through it. And I'm so thankful because in walking through it, I have gotten alone with God more mm. and he has led me more than before, than ever before. And it has been, it has turned this, this time of preparation leading up to this day into a time of um, quiet and a time on it, like a new level of dependence on him. Mm. And my prayer just a couple days ago was, Lord, I never want to go back. Mm. I'm now, I'm never going back, God. Mm. I'm, I never want to go back. And so I just am overwhelmed this morning and on Good Friday, I, I feel overwhelmed even when I'm at home switching the laundry. Mm. I can feel, I can sense his presence everywhere. And um, not, that I, not that I couldn't before, but it's, it's like a whole new level. And I just pray, I just pray right now in the name of Jesus. And I just release, Father, a greater anointing upon mm. your people. That's Father, right. to receive, to receive your, your anointing and your presence with mm. them right where they sit right now, Father. To, to receive this word that you have brought forth, Father. You mm. have spoken it. Mm. Father, I just release right now a greater, uh, um, an anointing, Father, to receive. Father, let ears be opened mm. to your word, Father. Mm. Let eyes be opened. Father, let those who have been veiled, who have seen with veils across their eyes, let that veil be torn mm. this morning, Father. Mm -hmm. And let them see and, and feel and fully perceive mm. your word this morning in Thank the name you. of Jesus. <clears throat> in the name you. of Jesus. We call that mm. pulling an Erica. Mm. Is pulling an Erica <laughs> when you just start praying because you just yeah. have to start praying. You don't give yeah. a you don't give advance notice like let us pray now. It just you just have to start. Just happens. So in mm. our home, that's called pulling an Erica, and there's yeah. a backstory of that. She knows she knows the story, yeah. and that's just the highest honor. And I'll just I love that. Mm. Mm. Um, and so I've just been so overwhelmed mm. with just a new level of His presence and a new dependence on Jesus. Mm. And He's He's unveiling my eyes to what he has for the future, what it means to be the gathered church, mm. because that has changed. Mm. That has changed in this time. We don't want to go back. We don't want to go back to normal. Mm. We will not go back mm. to church as normal. Everything has to change. Mm. And um, that's another thing this morning um, it, that's been impressed upon me is everything changes. Mm. There's nothing on this earth that you can hold on to that will not change. You cannot... You cannot draw your sense of joy, peace, and stability mm. and love. Let's just top it off. Let's put it in order. You cannot draw mm. your sense of love, peace, joy, and stability from any other source but Jesus. Mm. But Jesus. It can't come. And I try to think. So I, I start thinking, what are the things that are most stable in my life that I would even look to to draw out joy mm. and love? I think first of my role as wife, right? I go right first to, to my marriage. But... We all know marriages are changeable. Mm. They change. I mean, yeah. you have good years. You have bad years. You have years where like, it's like, I love you, but I do not like you. Uh, like, yep, go on off. Yeah, go out yeah. and go play ball with your friends. Like, off you go. Right. You know, um, mm. marriages are changeable. We, they cannot be our source mm. of stability. Mm. I think of my role as a mom, and that's a calling in my life from very early on. So it can't be your calling. Mm. It can't be your calling. Mm. You can't look to what your call is 
um, to be your source of what defines your life is only Jesus that is unchangeable. It's the throne of God. So coming before that throne and really going to him and asking him to show you what that looks like. What does that look like to stand before his throne? And um, when I do that, you know, Jesus, is that right? Let me think about it. Before I say, I, this is the way it is, so I'm hoping it's right. Yeah, it actually is. It puts Jesus at his right hand. Jesus is always at my left. So thank you, Jesus. That, that just... That just bears witness to it. When I when I do this, when I get before the throne of God, Jesus is always at my left. Mm. And the Holy Spirit, actually, mm. the Holy Spirit is always over here. Mm. When I when I am before the throne of God. Mm. Um, and so I just encourage you during these days, these aren't days to pull back. These aren't days right. to get to get lost in Netflix. <clears throat> right. Oh, what a waste of time. Mm. I've been there, I've done it, I do it. So there's no judgment. Forget judgment. There's no judgment. Mm. It's just the fact that it's a right. waste of our life. It's a waste of time. Mm. Um, so I just want to encourage you. Mm. This has been such a wonderful, wonderful. And I'm not watching. I'm like, I'm not, I can't see your thumbs up. I can't see your hearts. Right. But give a shout out if God has really met you during this Amen. time. <clears throat> um, and I just, it, he's just so showing that he is the source and that he's available all the time. Mm. He's available in our laundry rooms. That's he's right. available in our backyards. He's available everywhere. Right. So, <clears throat> Amen. Amen. Uh, so just quick, I just want to do offering. You know, we do this normally during the service, but just real quick, I don't want to spend a lot of time on it. Uh, if you have your offering, you know, God has been faithful. I mean, many, many people, you yeah. guys have been sending in your offerings, and we appreciate that. Uh, you know, you can call the church and get stuff set up on direct debit. You can give on our website, or you could text uh, any dollar amount to 84321. Um, and uh, you walk through some setup and you can do that. So we just want to thank everybody for continuing to give uh, in this time, even though we're not gathering uh, and, and it looks different today and we want it to look different in the future. Not that we're going to always do it online. Of course not. We will gather, uh, but it's just going to have a different and a different yeah. feel in a sense and what the Lord is leading us to. And when we do that, mm. so when you guys are giving, um, you know, we're still maintaining Don is here faithfully. Yeah. You know, he is, he's out there maintaining the property and maintaining the buildings. Mm. We are um, still, we have a benevolence fund to give mm. to people in need. If you know people who, who have needs, please let us know because yeah. we are the church. Yeah. You know, we are all collectively the church. And so as we give, we aren't giving to a building. We're giving to a people. And yes, we have a building. Right. And we are maintaining the building. And we are um, putting things. But we are maintaining families. We are upholding families. Amen. And we are ministering to the needs of people. Amen. And that's what we're called to do. Amen. <clears throat> Let's have a quick verse I want to read in and we'll pray. Uh, out of Psalm 118 again. I know Psalm 118 has been, it's been the call to worship. And now here in verse 28. It says that you are my God and I will praise you. You are my God, I will exalt you. Oh, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His mercy Amen. endures forever. Amen. So Father, we just thank you for each gift. Father, we thank, thank you for each tithe offering. Father, I just thank you, Lord, that uh, you are good seed. You are good ground, Father. We take this seed and we plant it in your ground because you are good ground. Father, we just thank you for all you're doing in our lives and in our finances and in our families, Lord. And we just thank you, Lord, that you are glorified in it. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. 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 Drop it into... Oh, there you go. <laughs> all right. Uh, look, I want to continue our series this morning. Um, we've been doing this series called Jesus Is... And uh, we have been uh, just excited that the Lord has kind of led us to that series in this exact time. And today's message 
is called Jesus is Risen. Amen. Jesus is risen. And Amen. usually in churches when we gather, you know, somebody will say, He is risen, and everybody comes back and says, He is risen indeed. So He is risen. He is risen indeed. <laughs> All right, I know there's people shouting out in their living rooms there saying, He is risen indeed. But this is, of course, Easter Sunday. And I'm reminded, uh, I'm reminded that. Ever present. He's ever present in our conversation and he's ever present in our everything so we can relax and we can have fun. It's not Jesus versus fun. Trust me. We have, we have an abundance of fun in our house. Um, and, and a, a real lack of legalism because Jesus isn't a legalist and we are like, we're, we're hidden in him all the time and our children are too so like yesterday for us saturday is called easter fun day mm. and we do this we started this a couple years ago because we have a lot of kids so imagine trying to get and a lot of girls so imagine trying to get up at the time maybe let's say even four girls getting them all dressed in the tights and the shoes and the dresses and the hair and plus doing like whatever fun things that you do as a family right. we do a, um, an egg hunt in the house we do um we do baskets, which are just out. They don't find them. They're just out. We do a good, nice little breakfast. Um, you know, we do some fun things. But imagine trying to do all that and then get to church on time. <laughs> so at some point a couple of years ago, it just got to be too much. And so we instituted Easter Fun Day. Yeah. So yesterday was our Easter Fun Day. Mm. And we do the baskets and we do the egg hunt. And now that we have older kids, a few of those eggs have cash in it because it's fun. It's fun to be like, there's a 20 this year. And I mean, the, even the oldest kid gets up suddenly. They're just like, oh, I'm interested. Yeah. Like they're too cool for a minute. And then there's a $20 bill to be found. And they just start side-eyeing the corners and where they might find that. So that's fun. Um, we have our nice meal. And we do that on Saturday. So that Sunday can be for, for us. We can set ourselves apart and our children really to mm. rejoicing Just rejoice. and really rejoice. putting our focus right. on Jesus. Yeah. Um, but it's ne it's never Jesus or fun. Right. It's always both. It's always Jesus fun in him. Fun. It's Amen. fun in him That's is good. really what it is. It's fun in him. That's good. So with that, we're up to 60. Okay. <clears throat> so and I think so... a lot of people are able to come back and join. So appreciate that. Uh, you guys coming back. If you want to open your Bibles uh, to Luke 24, uh, Luke 24. Uh, and I'm just going to start towards the beginning here of the chapter. And I want to, and I want to, I want to read a little bit. Uh, I want to read a little bit. Then we're going to skip a little bit uh, of of the road to Emmaus, and we're going to come back a little bit. So we're going to spend a lot of time here in Luke 24. Now I'm going to jump around a little bit to a few other scriptures, uh, and I want you to follow with me a little bit. But I just really feel like the Lord has something He wants to share with us uh, this morning on this. Is now Luke 20, uh, Luke 24 verse one. Now. On the first day of the week, very early in the morning, so Easter Sunday, they and a certain woman with them came to the tomb, bringing the spices which they had prepared. But they found the stone rolled away from the tomb. They found it rolled away. And they're just looking at this saying, what is going on? And when they went in, they did not find the body of our Lord Jesus. They did not find the body. And it happened as they were greatly perplexed about this. And behold, two men stood by them in shining garments. Then, as they were afraid, and they bowed their faces to the earth, and they said to them, Why do you seek the living among the dead? He is not here, but is risen. He is risen. And it says, Remember how he spoke to you when he was still in Galilee, saying, The Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified, and on the third day 
rise again. And so I'm just, as I'm looking at this story, we're going to get into uh, Jesus as he is resurrected, as he comes back and as he meets with his disciples. It's amazing that all throughout this story, and even, even uh, the women that are here are saying, I, 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 what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? And Jesus predicted this. He's even told me this is what's going to happen, but they didn't understand. Their eyes were not yet opened to understanding the full understandings of what Jesus did and what he paid for. And yes, Jesus is risen. He defeated death. He defeated sin. He defeated hell. He defeated all these things on our behalf. And this is the power of this resurrection. And so if you look, continue to work down in Luke 24, the very next thing that begins to happen is there are some of the disciples are on the road to Emmaus. And I want to pick up towards the end of that portion of the road to Emmaus in verse 33, because Jesus reveals himself to those who are walking uh, on the road to Emmaus. And how he reveals himself is interesting. And I want to look at here in verse 33. So they rose up that very hour and returned to Jerusalem and found the 11 of those who were gathered around together saying, the Lord is risen indeed and has appeared to Simon. And they told about the things that had happened on the road and how he was made known to them in the breaking of bread. the bread. He was made known to them in the breaking of the bread. This, I mean, we talk about communion and why we do this, representing his blood, his sacrifice, his body. He was made known in the breaking of the bread. They didn't recognize him until the breaking of the bread. They did not recognize that it was Jesus until their eyes were open. They had doubt. They had unbelief. They weren't sure. They didn't understand what was going on. But when they ate with him, when they ate with him, when they broke bread with him, they had this understanding that Jesus is risen. So in 36, it says, now they said these things. As they said these things. So the two guys come. They're talking to the 11 disciples that, that are here. And Jesus stood in the midst of them. Right? So imagine the scene. I'm always thinking of this scene that happens. Like imagine like, boom, Jesus shows up. And they've got to be like, whoa, whoa, my gosh, what's going on? And they're looking around. Is this a ghost? What is happening? I don't understand this. And look at the very first words that Jesus says to them. Peace to you. Peace to you. He knows they're a little bit scared. He, he can see it. He understands what's going on. He always understands what's going on. And the very first words, he didn't say, hey, I'm risen. He didn't say, hey, what's going on? Good to see you. He just said immediately he knew what they needed. Right. Immediately he knew what they needed and it was peace to you is what he says. First thing he says is peace to you. It says, but they were terrified, verse 37, but they were terrified and frightened and suppose that they had seen the spirit. So Jesus shows up. He says, peace to you. Like he is giving them peace. He is offering them peace. And they didn't take it. Mm -hmm. They didn't take it. Because look what it says. It says, no, but they were terrified and but, frightened. But, yeah. but even though he shows up, even though he talked about his resurrection, even though he said he was coming back, they were just like, oh. Oh my gosh, what is going on? What is gone? They were still in fear. They were still in unbelief. Right. They were looking at Jesus in unbelief saying, I, I don't believe. I don't know what's going on here. In verse 38. And then he says to them, why are you troubled? And why do doubts arise in your hearts? And how many of us go about each day where we have this doubt in our heart about a promise that Jesus That's made right. for yeah. us? There is some doubt, and the Bible talks over and over and over and over and over about that. We receive those promises through faith, right. and we have to overcome this doubt. Right. We have to overcome this doubt. We want to talk about that a little bit. In Mark 9, verse 23, 
And it's amazing. He says that all things are possible to him who believes. In Mark 9, it says all things are possible to him who believes. And if you notice, if you go to Mark 9 and you look at that, it's right around when Jesus is casting out that demon of that young boy. And the father says, help me for I am in unbelief. Help me for I am in unbelief. And Jesus says, no, wait, look, all things are possible for him who believe. All things are possible. And I think over and over and over, uh, you know, God talks about faith and he talks about how we have to have faith to receive these things. And in Hebrews eleven six, and this has been a verse that you've been sharing, it just resonates with me too. It says, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Yeah. To please God yeah. takes faith. Okay, to please him takes faith. Another verse that we've been talking about is Romans 15, 13. Mm. Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in mm. believing. Mm. Those two words, in believing, that you may abound in hope mm. by the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. And so if you look at Mark 9, if you look at Mark 9 in this whole process where, he, where this boy is healed and he says, if you believe all things are possible to you, right after this miracle, right after this miracle, uh, Jesus tells them, he says this, he says in verse 31, Mark 9, 31, says the son of man being betrayed into the hands and they will kill him. And after he's killed, he will rise on the third day. So the miracle happens. He's saying all things are possible for him who believe. And then he predicts his death and his resurrection to the disciples in verse 32. Uh, Mark 9, 32 says, but they did not understand the saying, we were afraid to ask. Look, the doubt was there. The doubt was there. Mark 9 shows the doubt that we're talking about in Luke 24. It shows the doubt that it was already there and they were afraid to ask I don't understand what this means. I don't understand what's going on. So they had this lack of faith. And so I'm always, we have to grow. We have to grow in our faith. They had lack of faith with Jesus in the flesh. In the flesh, right there. Right he there. Was right there. So how much more do right. we have to intentionally right. press and press and fast? Gosh, Amen. I encourage fast Amen. and Amen. pray Amen. and press Amen. in. <clears throat> Not to be super spiritual, but just to have that revel, like the, the revelation knowledge of Jesus. Amen. Because they had down unbelief and he Amen. was in the flesh. And he was there. He was there with them, right? And so how do we grow our faith? We have to hear and hear the word of God. We have to meditate on those promises. And we have to hear the word of God. We have to break that bread, have that communion, hear the word of God. Put the word of God on the inside. And you say, well, Pastor, why are you saying that now? Wait till you see. Wait till you see in the rest of this in Luke 24 when their eyes were opened and you're going to get, and this is all going to come together here in just a minute. Uh, you'll, you'll understand. So Jesus says, peace to you, to them. They're still in doubt. They're still in unbelief. They can't. So in verse 39, he says, hey, behold, my hands, my feet. That is, I myself handle me and see the spirit does not have flesh and bones as uh, flesh and bones as as I have. Look at this. Look at me. I'm risen. I am alive. I've defeated the grave. God has defeated the grave. Look at me. Look at me. Still unbelief. So they were told about it. He shows up. Mm -hmm. They're like, what is going on? So he's showing them. Hey, look at this. Look at this. Verse 40. So when he said this, he showed him his hands and feet. But look at this, verse 41. But while they still did not believe for joy and marveled. So they still did not have this complete revelation. They still did not completely understand what was happening, what was going on. And then look what it says here. In the, in the, in the later part of that in 41, it says, And he says to them, Have you any food here? So he's like, You know what? 
it's time to break some bread together. Like if you don't believe like that the holes in my hand and my feet, let us break bread together. Let us commune together. Let us be together as part of a family. And so they gave him a piece of broiled fish and some honeycomb. He took it and he ate it in their presence. And then look at 44. And then he said to them, look at this. Still, they're still in unbelief. They're still not completely sure. He has communion with them. He breaks bread with them. He's eating with them. He says this. He says, these are the words which I spoke to you while I was still with you. All these things must be fulfilled, which were written in the law of Moses and the prophets and the Psalms concerning me. And the very next verse says that he opened their understanding that they might comprehend the scriptures. Look at that. Yeah. The word of God. Jesus came back. In the flesh, he was there. They didn't believe, but the word of God. Mm -hmm. Jesus, in the, Jesus incarnate. Jesus was there. But when he spoke the word of God, enlightenment, mm -hmm. understanding, illumination, illumination. When he spoke that word to them, this faith came to them. And as I was reading and studying, preparing for this, I think you had shared a message uh, with me. And it was talking about doubt and unbelief. Mm -hmm. It was talking about doubt and unbelief. And I want you just to go quickly with me to Romans 4. Romans chapter 4, and I want to start in verse 20, and I'm actually going to read a little bit into chapter 5 because this all ties together, and it's talking about the father of faith, it's talking about Abraham, and that we have to understand this faith comes by hearing, faith comes by hearing this word of God, and we have to become fully persuaded that what he did on the cross paved the way for all of the promises that we can walk into paved the way, that he paved the way on this. So look with me here, Romans 4, verse 20. And he did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief. He did not waver. Abraham did not waver at the promises of God through unbelief, but was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God, and being fully convinced, other translations say fully persuaded, fully convinced that what he had promised, he also was able to perform. What God promises, he's also able to perform. So what he did on the cross, the promises that were paid for, that were made for on the cross, we have to believe mm -hmm. and receive them that they actually are. And he is able to do those things in which he is able to perform. And then in verse 22, it says, Therefore it was accounted to him for righteousness. Verse 23, Now it was not written for the sake alone that was to be imputed to him. Verse 24, But also for us. Also for you and for me, not just for Abraham, but for us, it shall be imputed to us who believe in him, who raised Jesus our Lord from the dead. Look at this. This faith and believing is tied to us understanding and believing that Jesus Christ truly did raise, him, raise from the dead. God raised him from the grave. And then verse 25 says, who was delivered up because of our offenses and was raised because of our justification. And then, you know, there's no chapters when they wrote these letters, but look at chapter 5, Romans 5, verse 1. Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. So Jesus comes back, peace to you. We have the word of God in front of us that we have this opportunity to read and we can begin to build that faith. And when Jesus spoke those words, he was referencing the Psalms. I mean, the New Testament wasn't written when Jesus right. was there. So he was referencing all the prophecies, all the things leading up to what he had done on that cross. And their eyes were opened. Why it's so important that we have that faith.
Can I take us back to um, verse 19 Mm. in Romans 4? And not being weak in faith, he did not consider his own body Mm. already dead Mm. since he was about 100 years old and the deadness of Sarah's womb. And I think so so many times what keeps our faith from going is that we consider. Mm. Consider the amount of money in my checkbook. Consider the amount of chaos in my home. Mm. And I think I can't do this. Mm. Well, I can't do this is in direct conflict with I can do all things. Um, I am empowered by God. I have all the resources of heaven. Mm. I am equipped with all things for life and godliness. I can't Mm. is in direct opposition to the word of God. But in that moment, I am considering the chaos in my home. Mm. I'm considering the bigness of the task before me or the bigness of the giant (laughs) in front of me. And so I think that being that weak in faith, Mm. he did not consider how many times Mm. do we defeat ourselves because of our consideration mm. of the natural well, the circumstances of, of, and it, us, right? our consideration mm. then affects mm. how we feel which affects which is affected by what we think what we're considering affects what we feel mm. and then that in my life affects mm. very much what I do mm. so i have i have grown what the lord has shown me and it's, this is all by revelation of the holy spirit mm. All by revolution. He he broke bread. If I flip back, mm. look, I put my handy-dandy flipper there. If I flip back and he opened their understanding, mm. back in Luke where we started, mm. that they might comprehend the scriptures. Okay, I can't open my own understanding. That's right. I don't have the understanding switch. No. Trust, I've tried to open his understanding <laughs> to a lot of things, right? I've looked for the switch. Is it here? Is it here? Yeah, right. You know, where's the understanding switch? Right. Only the Holy Spirit Amen. Can mm. open the uh, mm. the eyes of our understanding that we might be the mm. like lift the veil, tear down the veil of unbelief, that the scriptures come mm. alive, mm. come alive in faith. Mm. So again, I'm going to flip back to the man who said, "Help me in my unbelief." That's right. Help me in my unbelief. It, he is the only source yeah. of you know it's in hearing and hearing the word of God, but it's also in the the revelation of the Holy Spirit. Mm enlightening us let the eyes of our understanding see Amen. that we might not consider right. it like boom 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 <clears throat> that we might right. not consider in the natural those that's things right. and defeat our own our own self before right. we even start that's right yeah that's good <clears throat> now i want to end with this uh the worship team if you guys want to start getting ready again verse verse 46 in the back of luke Torah, and said to them thus that it is written and this was necessary for christ to suffer and to rise from the dead on the third day that the repentance and remissions of sins should be preached in his name to all nations beginning at Jerusalem. And I just want to take a moment that this, <clears throat> this doubt and unbelief that even the disciples walked yeah. in, yeah. that they were, with, they were with him in his ministry for years. They were with him. Silent, they walked in this doubt and unbelief. And each and every one of us, each and every one of us can struggle or have this doubt and unbelief. And we have to say, you know what? I am choosing. <clears throat> I am choosing to follow him. Every I am day. choosing every single day, every day to believe that what he did on that cross has paved the way that I can get through this day, that I can do with him all things are possible. And without him, really, so much it is just impossible to go do. And I just want to take a moment that he says that when, those, when the scriptures were revealed to him, their eyes were opened, the very next thing he begins to say is repentance and remission of sins. It is the start. 
right. is the beginning. It's what the cross was all about, yeah. is we have to come before him. We have to repent of our sins, ask him for forgiveness, accept him into our life, and then let him be the Lord of our life yeah. every single day. This is not an Easter Sunday message. Right. This is not just an Easter Sunday message. This is a day in and day out and day in and day out, taking up that cross, taking up that cross and following him. So if you're online today and you're watching us, you've never made Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. You've never made him your savior. Or maybe you've just been, you've, you've known him in the past and he still wants this relationship with you. And maybe you've walked away. Maybe you've turned away from him. And today is the day of repentance. Today is the day of salvation. Today is the day to say, Jesus, I invite you back into my life completely and totally every single day to be with me. Every single day to be with me. So I just want to pray for you this morning. If that's you, I just ask you to close your eyes and pray with me today. Father, I just ask you now in Jesus' name. You see each and every person that is just reaching out to you, closing their eyes, reaching out to you, saying, Jesus, come into my life. Forgive me of my sins. Wash me clean. And I believe that you died on that cross. And I believe that you rose from the grave. And I believe that you did all of that for me. And I thank you for it in Jesus' name. I thank you for the remission of those sins. The price being paid that you took on the cross on that Good Friday. And I thank you, Jesus, for laying down your life for me. And I invite you into every area of my life now. I invite you in, into my finances, into my relationships. I invite you in. I invite you in. I invite you in. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I also encourage, if you have any physical pain in your body, any physical pain in your body at all right now, I want you to believe that God's will is to heal you. Yeah. No more doubting. No more unbelief. Get into the word of God. Find every scripture about healing. Find every scripture what he says about healing. And study those. Put them in front of you. Put them up at your light switches. Put them up in your bedroom. Put them up in your mirrors. Put them up in your cars. Put them up in your car visors. Well, you're probably not driving anywhere right now. But put them all over the place. And meditate on those. And understand those. And the Holy Spirit, as we talked about, begins to enlighten you. And reveal those scriptures to you. And it becomes a real promise in your life. So if that's you, I want to pray for you, not just for healing now, supernatural healing right now as we're praying, but then digging into the word of God and seeing God's miracle moving power yeah. physically in your life. You know, we are one year away from last, we were one year since past Easter service. And last year at Easter, mm -hmm. we had multiple people come and give their lives to Christ. And we had somebody come who was end up being miraculously healed. And I'll tell you what, that person didn't even speak English. Yeah. They didn't even know what I was saying or what we were talking about or how we were ministering. It was the presence of God. Yeah. It was the presence of God. Supernatural understanding. Supernatural understanding is what she did is she accepted Jesus Christ. That's we right. had a translator come in and speak in Spanish and we translated for her. She accepted Jesus Christ as her Lord and Savior. 
and she was miraculously healed. From an that ailment, day. a two-year ailment. Two years. That baffled doctors. That baffled doctors. They didn't understand. Yeah. She was on medication, but what was paid for on the cross, yeah. as her eyes were opened, as she was enlightened, as she received the promise by faith that God had to heal her. We didn't even pray for healing. Right. God did it. Right. God did it. Right. So, do you have something you want to share? Well, no, I just, um, in Ephesians um, chapter 3, you know, the prayer is that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. That you, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width and length and depth and height. To know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. That's the prayer. You find those scriptures and you post those scriptures. You, you get before the Lord and you say, Father, open the eyes of my understanding that I might believe. I repent of doubt. I lay down unbelief. They are my enemy. I have no part in them any longer. Father, help me in my unbelief. I am yours. Open the eyes of my heart to have all that you died to give me. All the, and it is, it's his work in us. It's his work in us. It's not our striving. It's not, uh, it's not that, it's not in striving. We don't fast in order to get, we don't read the word in striving, trying to say, okay, I did my part. Now you do your part, God. It's not in striving. It's in seeking. It's in our, it's in surrender. And we had that conversation this morning before church that um, we love to rejoice on, on Resurrection Day. We love to rejoice on Easter Sunday. Um, and we have to look at what was the path, what was the pathway to the release of all of heaven on our behalf. And the path was one of, it was one of surrender. It was one of total surrender and submission of what Jesus, of, of, his, of his being, of what he thought, of what he felt, of what he wanted, mm. of, of he had to surrender his doubts. Mm. He had to surrender his, those moments of temptation. Those, he had to surrender everything to walk that path. And he did that to show us the path mm. to victory, the path mm. to the whole New Testament, mm. to everything that's promised. Mm. We, we get there and we release the promises of heaven mm. through faith. Mm. And that comes through the reading of the word. And it comes through the revelation of the Holy Spirit. So if you have a physical need nearby, just yeah. raise your hand wherever you're at this Jesus. morning. Jesus. Father, your word says that by your stripes, by his stripes, Jesus' stripes, pay the price for our healing. Father also says that when two or more agree on earth concerning anything that they ask, it will be done for them by our Father who is in heaven. And so, Father, we just ask you now, your healing touch, to manifest in those bodies. Right now, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your healing touch, your healing power, Father. Joints moving better than they've ever met, moved before. Backs being relieved of pain now in Jesus' name. Necks being relieved of pain now in Jesus' name. Fingers being re relieved of pain now in Jesus' name. Cancer being retreating now in Jesus' name. We command cancer to go and to flee in Jesus' name. Has no place in your body. We tell it to go in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Just receive his healing touch today. Believe that he is who he says he is and he'll do what he says he'll do. So, Father, we thank you for your healing touch today. We thank you for it in Jesus' precious name. 
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. 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 Well, we're going to end in one worship song, Living Hope. Hopefully you grab that, uh, those lyrics. If not, you still get a chance. Uh, we're going to sing, I think, maybe verse 3 in the chorus. I don't remember they told me, but I forgot. So <clears throat> we're going we're gonna to sing a little bit of that song, then they'll come back to us, and we'll close it out. Amen. Let's worship. scripture. I knew there was something that I wrote down here that the Lord wanted me to share at the end here. It's Isaiah 55 verse 10 through 12. For as the rain comes down, which I think it's raining out there, but as the rain comes down, the snow from heaven, we're not looking for snow, and do not return there but the water from the earth, and make it bring forth and bud, that may give seed to the sower, and bread to the eater. Verse 11. So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth, it shall not return to me void. Talking about that word, the illumination of that word, shall not return void, but it shall accomplish what I please, and it shall prosper in that thing for which I sent it. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. Yes. And in verse 12 it says, For you shall go out with joy and be led out with peace. The mountains and the hills shall break forth 
into singing before you. And all the trees of the field shall clap their hands. Amen. So it is time to rejoice. He is risen. He is risen indeed. There you go. Yep, he is risen. And we just encourage you guys just to celebrate the rest of this day with your family. Put worship music on. Have fun. Find some joyous celebration songs. If Glorious Day was the first time you heard that, maybe it was. Because the first time we did it here, I think, at our church. I just encourage you to just get on Spotify or Pandora or iTunes, wherever. Uh, YouTube and just listen to that song and just dance, 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 dance today for he is risen. Amen. So we love you guys. Thanks for coming back to us on the second version of Facebook Live. I know we had some challenges, but a lot of you stuck with us. And so we appreciate that. We love you guys. Happy Easter. Happy Easter. Happy Easter. Be blessed. <laughs>